Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. At one point in my professional career, when I was literally sleeping at the office, traveling too much, sacrificing everything to make the next deadline, only to have three more deadlines appear, I told myself, that someday, one day, I'm going to spend more time taking care of myself and my community. Someday, one day, I'm going to volunteer full time. I'm going to start a regular meditation practice. I'm going to start my own nonprofit. I'm going to show up to every protest and legislative day of action. (laughs) Someday, one day, when there's time. Six months later, my business dried up, and I found myself with time. Unprecedentedly huge amounts of panic-inducing, unpaid, unwelcome time. File it under, be careful what you wish for. Someday, one day, had become two-day. First, I took a nap. (laughs) Then, with my copious amounts of free time, the first time in my life I could say that without sarcasm, I did not start a meditation practice or a nonprofit. I did not take up residence outside my legislator's office. What I did do was I organized and reorganized every bookshelf in the house. (laughs) first by theme and then alphabetically within each theme, all on a very tight, self-imposed schedule so that I could be too busy to worry. Sometimes I'd sit among the piles and I'd cry because they were all such great books. Composer Leonard Cohen writes, Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. There was a crack in my perfect career plan, and then there was a crack in how I thought I was going to spend my time. There was a crack in who I knew myself to be. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack in everything. That is how the light gets in. Arthur Meyer Angelou, when asked what wisdom she could share on her 70th birthday said, I've learned that you can tell a lot about a person by the way she handles three things. A rainy day, lost luggage, and tangled Christmas tree lights. (laughs) 
If Dr. Angelo is right, then it may be that our troubles and our challenges, rather than our successes and our accomplishments, tell us the most about who we are. The crack is how the light gets in and it shines on our true selves, perhaps giving us new empathy and compassion for others who are currently living their own versions of a rainy, lost luggage and darkened Christmas. My friend Kristen has a surefire way of shining not a crack of light, but more of an interrogation spotlight on the true nature of her, of her romantic relationships. She'd tell me, look, any fool can be nice to you on vacation. Wait until you get a flat tire on the side of a six-lane highway at two o'clock in the morning in a snowstorm after a Marilyn Manson concert lets out, then you'll know who you're really dating. I often wonder if she was speaking from experience. I wonder if maybe you'd find out a bit about yourself in that situation as well. So back to my original story. There was no work. I wasn't behaving like the person I knew myself to be. My troubles were definitely telling me that I had built an entire life around this job, and now with no job, there's lots of time and little, noticeably little life. So then I read this story by Spencer Johnson that helped maybe some of you know this story. The short version is that there are two mice, Sniff and Scurry, and two people, Hem and Haw. <laughs> Every day, Sniff and Scurry and Hem and Haw go into this big cheese maze to find cheese at a cheese station. So they go in, they eat lovely cheese, they happily enjoy their cheese, they go home joyfully with bellies full of cheese. Same story the next day and the next. So they go to the maze, they eat the cheese, they go home happy. Then one day, the mice sniff and scurry and the people, hem and haw, go to the cheese station and the cheese is gone. Gone. Sniff and scurry look at each other they aren't surprised. Any mouse can tell you that if you eat off the same piece of cheese every day, that eventually one day it's going to be gone. But for the people, hem and haw, this is a much more traumatic experience. The cheese is not simply cheese. It's happiness. It's productivity. It's success. They have built a whole life around this cheese, and now it's gone. So Haw yells, who moved my cheese? Declaring that moving the cheese is unfair and unjust, and he is entitled to his cheese. He stands and yells and wants to know who to blame. Hem, on the other hand, stares at the spot where the cheese was convinced that there's some sort of misunderstanding. He lifts the last little crumbs of cheese to see if maybe the big piece of cheese is hiding under the little crumbs of cheese. He looks around to see if someone just misplaced the cheese. And then he sits down and waits for the cheese to return. The story continues with Haw storming out of the cheese station to find whoever moved his cheese, eventually realizing that he's getting hungry and his energy is perhaps better spent finding some other cheese. Hem, after waiting for the cheese to return, is finally overcome with hunger 
cautiously creeps into the big maze and searches until he finds another cheese station that has more cheese. And this time, he checks how much cheese is left at the end of each day so that he's prepared when it ultimately runs out. Who are you in this story? Are you like Sniff and Scurry, for whom the cheese is only cheese, and so you sniff and scurry and find more? Are you like Haw, demand demanding answers and justifications, angry because you feel you are entitled to this cheese? Are you like him, waiting for the cheese to come back? Are you sometimes one and sometimes another? Do you move back and forth between reactions? Who would you like to be? When the cheese is gone, or the job, or the relationship, or the success, or the control, or the meaning is gone, when life doesn't look the way you thought it was going to look, who are you then? Who would you like to be? I'm Hem, <laughs> sorting books until the cheese comes back. Eventually, I used my time to completely retrain myself for the career I'd always wanted, but I hadn't been willing to step off the career ladder to start something new. I also found that I was able to be present to my friends in a way I hadn't in years. My friends who are here in the front row. I babysat with my, for, uh, when my friend's childcare vanished, helped another friend plan her wedding. I cooked countless meals for families and friends. And I listened more than I had in years. I had uh, raised being available to an art form. I was not who I thought I was, I was not who I thought I would be. Instead, I was who I am, someone who's learning to take care of herself and her community. I have something to show you. Aren't these pretty? I bought them in a thrift shop a long time ago. And I've loved them for a very long time. I use them uh, mostly for flowers. And then um, when I moved a little while ago, they got cracked somehow along the way. So they, they don't hold water anymore. See that? Um, I guess you could say that they're broken. Now instead, I use them to hold quotations. Um, and I pull them out and I read the quotations from time to time. And so I, I love them still. Author and Zen priest Angel Kyoto Williams writes, you have to find a way to collect your fractured pieces, examine them, and then accept them as part of who you are. Spiritual practice is about transformation, but it's also more importantly, about working with what is. So today, we're going to put our spiritual practice into practice 
When you came in, the ushers gave you a, a white card, an index card. Does everyone have a card? If you don't have a card, please raise your hand. You'll need the card for this next part. Please raise your hand and um, uh, Art or one of the ushers will come. Uh, Helene needs one, Charlie needs one, uh, Joel needs one. Thank you, thank you, thank you gentlemen. And in front of you in the pew, you'll find um, some pens and some pencils. And again, if you don't have something to write with, just raise your hand and, and the ushers can help you out. But while we're sorting that out, Danny, Helene, Helene. Thank you. Thank you, darling. <laughs> I invite you to think of a time in your life when your life seemed a little bit cracked, or a time when you may not have been the person you wanted to be. So let's take a moment together and just think of that time, or as Angel Kyoto Williams would say, collect those fractured pieces. We'll take a moment together. Looking back now, what words of encouragement would you give yourself? What would you say to you? Would you tell yourself that it's going to get better? Would you tell yourself that you're forgiven? I invite you to write your words of encouragement to yourself on the slip of paper. During the offertory, Todd and Lois will be coming by with these jugs, vases. When you leave, uh, they'll be coming by during the offertory. Would you please drop your words of encouragement into the vase when they come by with the vase? When you leave this beloved sanctuary through these doors or downstairs, please pull a note from the vase and take the note of encouragement with you. Keep that slip of paper somewhere where you can see it for the times when life is not looking the way you thought it might. By sharing your encouragement in this way, you are using your experience with brokenness to bring light to someone else. Like our lives, which may have been cracked, which may appear to be broken, which may have not fared well in our last move. Brokenness transforms these vases and our lives into something else, something just as valuable, just as beautiful, and just as loved. It may be that our troubles and our challenges, rather than our successes and our accomplishments, tell us the most about who we are, and more importantly, who we can choose to be. The crack is how the light gets in. Blessed be.
Amen.